He is at 10.30. He's at 10.30. And you have a meditation. Ten minutes. Ten minutes. <laughs> we can shorten meditation. <laughs> We're here trying to shorten meditation. If we can do accelerated meditation, if we could find a way to speed, bypass the ward of judgment and get past the accountants. Uh -huh. That's why we're reading this poem, to see if we can get out of accounting firm. Uh -huh. Can't stand accounting firms. Uh -huh. I hate accounting, so we're going to read this poem to see how we can skip out, uh -huh. bypass the ward of judgment. Uh -huh. We come to poem uh, 51 in uh, Love's Last Madness in uh, the poetry of Darshan Singh translated into English. It's <laughs> poem number nine in Mata Inor. This is an Urdu poem by Darshan Singh. It's translated into English in poem 51 in Love's Last Madness revised edition by Barry Lerner. The poem says, I come bearing the immortal wealth of love. <laughs> That's it. Darshan came bearing the immortal wealth of love. <laughs> That's all you need to know. <laughs> I come to offer up my life at your feet. No pearls or silver have I to lavish upon you. I come to offer the gift of streaming tears. Uh -huh. In lieu of domain or dominion, my <coughs> ambition is hearts. Uh -huh. In lieu of domain or dominion, my ambition is hearts. Uh -huh. hmm. I come to create a new order of rule. O Lord of the judgment, ask whatever you will. I come before you with nothing but my silence. Now that's the whole poem. But it needs analysis. <laughs> I come bearing the immortal wealth of love. Come to, I come to offer up my life at your feet. No pearls or silver have I to lavish upon you. I come to offer the gift of streaming tears. Now, yeah, but it has a reference to love at every step, page 85. Yeah, but we're, I'm doing in-depth analysis. How am I going to skip out of the accounting no, or the door to judgment? Do, you don't do it says, verse 2, On many occasions, Santarshan stated that flowing tears of love, if you would follow the, every word he said, he stated the flowing tears of love for God and the spiritual master are actually pearls of far greater value than those from the sea. Now, do you remember that? Didn't you know that? <laughs> 
You're saying I should have memorized all the books of Darshan saying? Or remembered what he said. I love it every step, page 85. You don't have to be very related to something like that you said before. You should know that what he means. Well, I should have heard that before and remembered it, which I sort of do. You talked about those pearls, those tears were pearls. Have you heard that before? Shruti, tears are not pearls. They are. Tears are tears, and pearls are pearls. But they are. But, uh, but tears have are far uh, greater value. They have more meaning, more truth to them. Somebody can give you pearls, can give you all the pearls you want, mm. and yet uh, he's uh, uh, not sincere in a way. That's why I'm trying to become sincere, so... Mm-hmm. In lieu of dominion, or domain, or dominion, my ambition is hearts. So, he's come. He's come to capture hearts. He's got. He's trying to take people's hearts. He's come to give his heart. My ambition, no, is hearts. Hearts, heart, heart. Okay. And then I come to create a new order of rule. What's that all about? Has he come to take over as king? or What's he doing? <laughs> I come to create a new order of rule. <laughs> He's coming as the new king. He's a king of hearts now. Huh. He's not after. Uh, oh, okay. He's not after the Bain King. Here dominion and but he and does uh, want to create an order over the hearts. Mm-hmm. And domains. The domain. His domain so is of. But he only wants hearts, his so. domain is of the heart. O Lord of Judgment, ask whatever you will. I come before you with nothing but my silence. Uh-huh. Now we have a reference to Secret of Secrets, page 210. You were supposed to read it. You were doing all subsets analysis. Okay, verse 4 says, According to the teachings of Santamat, at the time of initiation, a God-realized spiritual master who has attained spiritual heights far beyond the realm of the Lord of Judgment, takes over the karmic accounts of his disciples and becomes the arbiter of their destinies. Guru Arjan Dev, 1563-1606, to the fifth guru of the Sikhs, says in one of his hymns, Chittar Kupat Ka Kagat, yeah, Vari. And then he says, he says, he tears up the record of Chittar and Gupta and Jamdut and is helpless before him. Now it says there that Chitter and Gupt are angels that record all of a person's thoughts, words and deeds, and present the record to Dharam Ray or Dharam Ray, Dharam Raj or Dharam Ray, the Lord of Death or the Lord of Judgment. Jamduk Dutta, the messenger or angel of death, 
takes the soul from the body at the time of death and brings it before Dharamraj for judgment. Now, how do we get out of getting this done to us? Now, why do you go back to the point? <laughs> why do you go back to No, I'm saying we're doing a, a sideline. We're talking about the Lord of Judgment. Why do you? Why are you not concerned about the record keeping? What if you kept a record? You. What are you going to do about it? Get out of the, the record keeping of the accountants. Mm -hmm. Your accountant. When are you going to do your taxes? Mm -hmm. Have you called your accountant? Mm -hmm. No, no, I'm looking at this Chitra Gupta. Now, within Hinduism, Chitra Gupta. Dear, we do. It's not the first time, but I don't. I assume that I have have not learned anything. Now, Chitra Gupta in in Sanskrit. It means rich in secrets. He's a Hindu god assigned to the task of keeping complete records of actions of human beings on earth and punish and reward them according to their karmas. He is god of justice, therefore known as Dharam Rajav. Upon their death, Chitta Gupta has the task of deciding heaven or hell for the humans. Too many gods again. Depending on their actions on earth. Now you go well, back to polytheism that well, I'm saying if I don't, if I don't find out some trick. You need more of those things than the poem itself, okay? You're wasting the poem away. All right, I'll read the poem again, and then I'll read more. It's full of meaning. Why don't you stay with that? Much more than what you're reading. When you're reading, it doesn't have to do anything with the poem, actually. Doesn't? No. Uh, want me to read the poem again? <laughs> yeah. I come bearing immortal wealth of poetry, which you can read. I come bearing the immortal wealth of love. I come to offer up my life at your feet. Uh, remember, we we consider Darshan's uh, urges happening every single day, not just once a year. I come to offer my life at your feet. No. What is hers? His anniversary. Anniversary of what? His death. Okay. Why do you have to remember his death every day, not his life? Well, hers is... Why is, don't you just consider him alive, uh, his birth uh, instead? Uh? The master said he is with us. Uh -huh. So, consider him alive in that case. All right. Well, the, the urs means his wedding with God. Doesn't mean it's not negative. Wedding with God is wedding, actually, or it's his wedding is every day. I come to offer my life at your feet, and no pearls or silver. It's only but, when he dies that he's uh, with God, isn't he? While he lives and meditates, he goes all his life. Well, we weren't smart enough to appreciate him while he's alive, so we have but, to learn after he's dead. No, you didn't appreciate him. He was always with God. So. He was always with God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well... 
the issue here is how do we get out of this accounting work? And how do you get out of doing your taxes and, and get past this accounting dude? <laughs> That's our trick work. No pearls or silver have I to lavish upon you. I come to offer the gift of streaming tears. Is that what you want, streaming tears, and not any silver and pearls? Okay. In lieu of domain and dominion, my ambition is hearts. I come to create a new order of rule. <laughs> hmm. If I could create a new order of how I read this poem. <laughs> but, um, O Lord, of the, o Lord of the judgment, ask whatever you will. I come before you with nothing but my silence. Uh -huh. Now, if we do extreme analysis. So, what is that you've done on this Well, we got it. We have his friends. Darshan has lots of friends who are, who are Urdu poets. Now, if we look at. Um, the celebrated Persian poet Saib Tabrizi, fifteen ninety two. I'm looking at the commentary by the other influences upon Karadarshan Singh. The dark influences. You're messing up the poem. You have to call the whole history of India. A poem really yeah, but this is, the, the poem has got a reflection upon another poet. It's the celebrated Persian poet, Saib Tabrizi. It's for himself, okay? It's for the poet when he writes, he doesn't write uh, in reflection with another poet. But I'm looking in his context to his historical context. I'm going to read him. That's that master's... Uh, this is Persian poet Saib Tabrizi, fifteen ninety-two to sixteen seventy-six, has likewise written. He's likewise written, Torabe Ruzi Rasabin. Says on Judgment Day, you'll realize the truth of these words. Uh -huh. Yeah, maybe on Judgment Day you'll understand. Basically, <laughs> on Judgment Day you'll realize the truth of this poetry reading about how his poetry is written in historical context amongst other, it, the history of you Persian and Urdu poetry. You don't want to realize it now, you'll wait until you close the book and wait for Judgment Day. On Judgment Day you realize the truth of these words, for the kingdom of mystics there is no reckoning. That was the thing we were looking for, dear. You wanted to get out of the accounting work. and the, For the kingdom of mystics, there is no reckoning. That's what Darshan does. Thus, Darshan's silence before the Lord Adjustments is perhaps a display of his confidence in the protection of his spiritual master. He has no fear of the Lord of Judgment and knows that this deity has no power over him. So, he got a... Uh, and one of the lines, one of the lines from Tabrizi, who is not the same as the Tabrizi of a uh, teacher of Rumi, is because he's later, is he provided the title to the famous book, The Thousand Splendid Sons. Uh, I'm looking. Hmm.
Are you interested in other books? Uh, no, when I'm reading one. I'm not focused. I'm not into focusing. <clears throat> Tabrizi. Focusing is the whole thing. You I'm not. I'm against focus. focus. That's why you meditate. Why do you sit down there and fight the whole thing? <laughs> just uh, go through history. Dear, that this reading's going to end, and we'll have no no material. And you can make coffee. You want to end it and make coffee? Well, you get another time. No, Sa Saib Tabrizi. I'm learning something. I'm. I'm part of this is about learning. I have to learn all Persian and Urdu poets that influenced or were admired by Garshan. If he liked them, then I do. Persian. Now here he is, a poet, one of the one of the greatest masters of a form of classical Arabic and Persian lyrical poetry, characterized by rhymed couplets known as the Ghazal. Saib was born in Tabriz and educated in Isahan. In about 1626, he traveled to India, where he received into the court of Shah Jahan. He stayed for a time in Kabul and in Kashmir, returning home after several years abroad. After his return, the Emperor of Persia, Shah Abbas number two, bestowed upon him the title of King of Poets. So here he is, the King of Poets. Uh -huh. Shah Saeed's reputation is based primarily on some 300,000 couplets, including his epic poem, The Campaign Against Kwadahar. The city of Kwadahar, or Kandahar, in today's Afghanistan, was in Saeed Tabrizi's lifetime a long-standing bone of contention between the Mughal rulers of India and the Sarafid rulers of Persia. Now, his Indian style verses reveal an elegant wit, a gift for the aphorism and the proverb, and a keen appreciation of philosophical and intellectual exercise. Uh -huh. A line from Saib's poem on Kabul provided the title for Khalid Hassani, Hassani's 2007 novel, A Thousand Splendid Sons. Uh, now, I know what you like. You prefer poetry over intellectual analysis. So I'll read some of his poems. So he's the guest star of Darshan Singh. So he's invited by Darshan Singh. Okay. He says these are English translations, obviously, so they're not necessarily accurate. Love first takes unable men to their destination. Sea waves take the stick sooner to the shore. Hmm. See that again. Love first takes unable men to their destination. Sea waves take the stick sooner to the shore. The buddies went, but their sorrow didn't go from my heart. When a convoy moved, when a convey moved from a place, just a fire remains in the place. Hey, love. Don't leave me alone with myself more, because lack of sadness makes me like the common people. Hmm. See, he's pretty wise. 
The sensational love was created before heaven. The host first brings salt shaker on the table. Hmm. I like these poems. The name of songbird is known because of its love to flower. And if not, what came up from a mass of feathers? You can vacate your heart from issues just with a sigh. See, we can... A courier is enough for a hundred letters. Hmm. Wishing in old is more than young at autumn. Every leaf gets several colors. His love took me out from religions when sun appears, stars hide. Talking is an opportunity when we meet each other because it is not clear when we will meet again, each other again like the driftwoods. Do you think that's true, that we're not sure when we'll meet again like driftwoods? Although the sweet sleep is because of telling a tale, but our sleep lost because of the sweetness of love story. Hmm, very interesting. The light of the moon, stars, and sun is one for me. The one who illuminates these mirrors is one. Very nice poems. Now, I'm very glad that Darshan Singh in introduced us to Saeed Tabrizi. And the fact that there, if we join the Kingdom of Mystics, there will be no reckoning for us. So I'm going to read the poem again. What is reckoning? <laughs> exactly. Alexa, what's the definition of the word reckoning? Reckoning is usually defined as count, computation, calculation. For more, ask me to give you more definitions for reckoning. means you don't have to go to your accountant, basically, like you were afraid of. It's going to account for all your deeds. Hmm. Hmm. Think we should go to the accountant? Hmm. Hmm. So do you like my? Did you like this poet? I actually really liked his poems. I really liked his poems. Where was it in the same book? No, this was found on the internet under. It was actually some guy translated him. Writingforums.org. Uh, fortunately, there's very little I found in English. There, of course, he exists in like Persian somewhere, but he's not uh, readily available. So he only exists in this podcast and on that guy's writing forum, and fortunately we read his beautiful poetry. Who is it again? Sa Saib Tabrizi, S A E B. It's spelled S A S A I B T A B R I C I or S A E B, and it's uh, it's fifteen ninety two to sixteen seventy six, Persian poet. He's there's a Tabrizi who is Shams Tabriz is the master of Rumi, but he's way back in the thirteenth century. This guy is the. 16th century or something. Hmm. Not to be confused. Hmm. Hmm.
But who is Dara Murray? <laughs> He takes quotations. The guy Cal and and Cal Naringin is the negative power that she had to go before. Who can release us from Cal? <laughs> That girl is the only one who can get us released. Believe this as all true. What does this guru do? <laughs> well, Al Cal, I'm reading from uh, Anurag Sagar Kabir. <coughs> Cal. All right, I don't want to read about Cal. Okay? You don't want to. Aren't you worried about that? No. The no, Dharam Ray. I'm trying to get past the Lord of Judgment. If I don't know about the Lord of Judgment, how am I going to skip past him? All right. If I read this poem again. The poem will tell me. Okay. That's why I'm reading the poem, to get past the Lord of Judgment. Poem 51, I come bearing the immortal wealth of love. I come to offer up my life at your feet. Oh, All right. Said, okay, read Master's poem first. That and is then, just it. And then read the other one. This is Master's poem. I know. I thought I was asking you to read the other poem. We just came, we just came, we've just found the answer bypassing. Do you understand? What do you want me to do? I was, I, I, I was asking you to read the other poem again. Oh, the but other poet. Okay. Read no, poem. let me read uh, Sahib again. He's okay. worth reading. Yeah, but read this first and then oh. read that. Okay. We have a guest star with our who's come to read with us, to read Master Darshan. I think Master Darshan would, wouldn't mind having Sahib in his reading. Right? If he references to him. No, the old master today, he talks about the company of the mystics. So it's nice, the mystics. Tabrizi. You see, I was wondering who this guy is all along. Let's read the Master's poem. He says, uh, Master Darshan Singh says, well, we're trying to find the answer to how to get past the Lord of Judgment. He says, I come bearing the immortal wealth of love. I come to offer up my life at your feet. Well, there's the answer. He's come with the immortal wealth of love and he came to offer up his life at our feet. I come to offer up my life at your feet. No pearls or silver have I to lavish upon you. I come to offer the gift of streaming tears. Hmm. If we have streaming tears, in lieu of domain or dominion, my ambition is hearts. I come to create a new order of rule. Interesting. They they try to. They give man a bypass from the accountants, from the Lord of Judgment. O Lord of Judgment, ask whatever you will. I come before you with nothing but my silence.
And what we we read from celebrated Persian poet Saib Tabrizi, fifteen ninety two to sixteen seventy six, is likewise written. Torah be Ruzi Hesab in Sokam Sashaf Mala. Did you finish the whole poem? On Judgment Day, you realize the truth of these words. For the kingdom of mystics, there is no reckoning. Okay, now you finished it. Well, no, I did finish it. I'm reading Tabrizi now. Let me. This was Tabrizi for the kingdom of mystics. Yeah, that's that's that is from um. Tabrizi. Yeah, more Tabrizi. We have more Tabrizi again because they were such lovely poems. That's, they're worth analysis in themselves. Love first takes unable men to their destination. Hmm. Unable men. Sea waves take the sticks sooner to the shore. I don't even understand this. No, if you throw a sea, uh, <laughs> uh, if you throw a piece of wood or a stick on the, at, at the sea, where you swim, <laughs> that's not going to take it out very fast away. It says, love first takes unable men to their destination. It's, it's the same thing uh, with the love. Love is, it has similar force, like the sea has a big force and will take you to your destination. Okay, I, I'm starting to get it. Sea waves take the sticks sooner to the shore. Okay, maybe love uh, first takes to the destination. Okay, that's in line with Darshan. The buddies went, but the buddies went, but their sorrow didn't go from my heart. Hmm. Hmm. When a convey move from a place, just a fire remains in the place. Hmm. Okay. Hey, love, uh, don't leave me alone with myself more. Because lack of sadness makes me like the common people. If we lack sadness, does that make us like the common people? Sadness is like compassion. Dear, we remember that the... Didn't we say that the, the mystic has a, an element of sorrow in him? In the nine signs of a lover? Because lack of sadness makes me like the common people. Hey, love, don't leave me alone with myself more. He wants to, st I don't know what he wants. He's talking to love. We're going to have to do ultra-in-depth analysis of Sahib Tabrizi. <laughs> the sensation of love was created before heaven. He's saying sensational love was created before heaven. Yeah, God felt it. God felt love. The host first brings salt shaker on the table. When we set up to eat dinner, let's say. They used to bring salt first. What do you bring to the table first? 
And how does that mean anything, the salt shaker? Salt. But what's that got to do with sensational love? <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's a metaphor in a way. Mm. Salt is like the sadness in a way in love. Mm. Your name. If we do a quantitative analysis of all Persian words used in Persian poetry, it's, we could do quanti quantitative linguistics of Persian words for the analysis of Persian poetry. The name of birdsong is known because of its love to flower. The name of songbird is known because of its love to flower, and if not, what came up from a mass of feathers? Hmm. Are you saying if the songbird didn't love the flower, it would just be a mass of feathers? <laughs> the name of songbird is known because of its love to flower, and if not... Like the hummingbird, yeah? This, uh... What came up from a mass of feathers? Uh -huh. mm. Why do we know the so name of a songbird? Mm. Oh, that's all very interesting. You can vacate your heart from issues just with a sigh. Can you vacate your heart from issues just with a sigh? Remember how, like, your yoga teacher teaches you how to release tension and go, <laughs> release your emotions and tension <laughs> by, by pranayama. <laughs> you can vacate your heart from issues just with a sigh. A courier is enough for a hundred letters. Hmm. Now he's saying a courier can can take a hundred letters, not just one. Huh? Wishing is old in old is more than young at autumn. Wishing in old is more. Wishing in old is more than young at autumn. Every leaf gets several colors. Hmm. Wishing, say yes. Wishing in old is more than young at autumn. Every leaf gets several colors. More than young in autumn. Young. Wishing is is old. Wishing in old is more than young. Okay, at autumn, every leaf gets several colors. Hmm. Oh, that's a yeah, wishing in old is more than young. Goodness. At autumn, every leaf gets several colors. <laughs> His love took me out from religions. Mm. His love took me out from religions. When sun appears, stars hide. It's another. This guy is quite he smart. Huh? The, he's like the sun. It makes the religions faint. We are being introduced to other Persian poets by Santosh Singh, who is poetry. 
Talking is an opportunity when we meet each other because it is not clear when we will meet each other again like the driftwoods. Hmm. Do you think talking with someone is an opportunity? When you meet somebody you didn't see for a while. Talking is an opportunity when we meet each other. Because with coronavirus it is not clear when we will meet each other again like the driftwoods. Because of coronavirus pandemic. It is not clear when we'll meet each other again like the driftwoods. Talking is an opportunity when we meet each other because it is not clear when we will meet each other again like the driftwoods. When you're in quarantine and in stay in place and meditate in place and don't go out of the house. How can we meet other people? Although the sweet sleep is because of telling a tale, do you sleep better if I tell you a tale? Although the sweet sleep is because of telling a tale, is that like if we have quality poetry, but our sleep lost because of the sweetness of love story. But then you could have a sweet sleep because of telling a tale, but then you lose sleep because of the sweetness of the love story. Then our sleep lost because of the sweetness of love story. Isn't that kind of paradoxical? Yeah, because you think about it. It's okay. Can I make you lose sleep because of the sweetness of love story? Mm -hmm. I could. And at the same time, could... You think about it. You at the same time... Could you have sweet sweep because of telling a tale? Yeah, it can be like a lullaby. Mm. See, this is a very rich uh, gazel too, and Persian gazel. <sighs> the light of the moon, stars, and sun is one for me. Now he's got this these things merge together. The light is the same. The light of the moon, the stars, and sun is one for me. The one who illuminates these mirrors is one. Hmm. What a great poet. I like him. It's like all the stars are reflecting the light of a single hmm. unit somewhere far away in a way. God. Who is that guy? <laughs> Now this guy, somebody translated this stuff and uh, writingforums.org uh, translated these poems of Sahib Taprizi, one of the old Persian poets, to English a few months ago. Of course, these are just a few of his short poems, while he has a lot of long poems as well. Let me reflect the art of his biography in the first. Sahib Taprizi was a po Persian poet and one of the greatest masters of a form of classical Arabic and Persian lyric poetry characterized by rhymed couplets known as the Ghazal. He was born in 1601. That differs, I think, in Isfahan. However, his ancestors were from Tabriz. His family was one of a thousand families who had migrated from Tabriz to Is Isfahan. Tabriz, Sahib Tabriz's Indian style verses reveal an elegant wit. 
gift for the aphorism and the proverb and a keen appreciation of philosophical and intellectual exercise. Trying to figure out who the contributor is. M A N S, contributor. He's a contributor to the writingforums.org. Mans. He's a male from Iran. Oh, it's like Carl not telling who he is. Oh, it's not my fault if I don't attribute the translator. But uh, we've read this now for a while, 40 minutes, uh, and it's time for coffee. Are you, you have to make it now, or I'm going to go make it. <laughs> Want me to read the poem one more time, and then I'll finish. Hmm? One more time. The poem of Darshan Singh, we had a long allusion to his guest star poet. Sahib Tabrisi. Poem 51. I come bearing the immortal wealth of love. I come to offer up my life at your feet. No pearls or silver have I to lavish upon you. I come to offer the gift of streaming tears. In lieu of domain or dominion, my ambition is hearts. I come to create a new order of rule. O Lord of the judgment, ask whatever you will. I come before you with nothing but my silence. We had read the English translation of Poem 9 of Mata Inor by Darshan Singh.